Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms at The Gratitude Chick, on Twitter, Gratitude underscore Chick, and on TikTok, Babes Who Manifest. today's episode, we are going to talk about the law of assumption. Now, I bumped into this law actually today. (laughs) And um, what has been going on is I haven't really been feeling the best. And I have been, you know, I I don't want to get into what's been going on, but I haven't been feeling my best. And I've been trying to figure out what I'm doing wrong in my healing process. The reason why I'm still not at 100%. So I, you know, did some praying, talking to God to, to point me in the right direction. And when... As soon as, literally about 10, maybe 15 minutes later, I opened my phone to the YouTube app and it was sitting there, the law of assumption. So I clicked on it to see what it was. And um, I, on my second YouTube video on it, and the thing really clicked into my being assuming the feeling of the wish fulfilled the same thing that we read about in feeling is the secret and while i got what he meant then i primarily was reading it about or even thinking uh, thinking of it about the feeling part of it and i didn't stop to realize that What he's saying is, basically, you can manifest anything that you want in this life if you assume that what you want is already here. If you live that way, if you make believe, if you pretend, and you, whatever it is that you want, you live it now. You're assuming the feeling of the wish fulfilled. And... That, to me, was a a point from God, because like I said, I'm a Christian, in the direction of how I need, or of what I need to heal, how I need to heal myself. So I am not only, you know, researching on YouTube about the law of assumption. I ran across the book that I just downloaded on my Kindle. And it is an ex- an excerpt of a, um, a, I guess, a talk that Neville Goddard gave to a radio station about the law of assumption. And it's, it's, it's pretty short, so I'm just going to read it to you guys and um, kind of a, it's, um, expound on it. Um, expound on it. I haven't um, read a lot of it. I've, I've read a couple pages, so I thought I would just read it and expound, you know, kind of live without having read it before. 
Um, so it doesn't have any chapters. It's just literally this is what his speech was. The great mystic William Blake wrote about 200 years ago, what seems to be is to those to whom it seems to be and is productive of the most dreadful consequences to those to whom it seems to be. Now, at first, this mystical gem seems a bit involved or at best to be a play on words, but it is nothing of the kind. Listen to it carefully. What seems to be is to those to whom it seems to be. That is certainly clear enough. It is a simple truth about the law of assumption and a warning of the consequences of its misuse. The author of the epistle to the Romans declared in the 14th chapter, I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. We see by this that it is not superior insight, but pure blindness that reads into the greatness of men some littleness with which it chances to be familiar. For what seems to be is to to those to whom it seems to be. Experiments recently conducted at two of our leading universities revealed this great truth about the law of assumption. They stated in their releases to the newspaper that after 2,000 experiments, they came to the conclusion that what you see when you look at something depends not so much on what is there, what is there as an, on the assumption you make when you look. What you believe to be the real physical world is actually only an assumptive world. In other words, you would not define your husband in the same way that your mother would yet you are both defining the same person. Your particular relationship to a thing influences your feelings with respect to that thing and makes you see it in an element which is not there. If your feeling in the matter is a self-element, it can be cast out. If it is a permanent distinction in the state considered, it cannot be cast out. The thing to do is to try. If you can change your opinion of another, then what you now believe of him cannot be absolutely true, but relatively true. Men believe in the reality of the external world because they do not know how to focus and condense their powers to penetrate its thin crust. Strangely enough, it is not difficult to penetrate this view of the senses. To remove the veil of the senses, we do not employ great effort. The objective world vanishes as we turn our attention from it. We have only to concentrate on the state desired to mentally see it, but to give reality to it it, so that it will become an objective fact, we must focus our attention upon the desired state until it has all the sensory vividness and feeling of reality. Again, it goes back to what he said in Feeling is the Secret, assuming the feeling of the wish fulfilled. When through concentrated attention, our desire appears to possess the distinctness and feeling of reality, when the form of thought is as vivid as the form of nature, we have given it the right to become a visible fact in our lives. Each man must find the means best suited to his nature to control his attention and concentrate it on the desired state. 
I find for myself the best day to be one of the me- one of mediation. Uh, sorry. I find for myself the best day to be one of meditation, a relaxed state akin to sleep, but a state in which I am still consciously in control of my imagination and capable of fixing my attention on a mental object. It is difficult to control the direction of your attention while in the state akin to sleep. You may find gazing fixedly into an object very helpful. Do not look at its surface, but rather into and, and beyond any plain object such as a wall, a carpet, or any object which possesses depth. Arrange it to return as little reflection as possible. Imagine then that in this depth you are seeing and hearing what you want to see and hear until your attention is exclusively occupied by the imagined state. At the end of your meditation, when you awake from your controlled waking dream, you feel as though you have returned from a great distance. The visible world which you had shut out returns to consciousness and by its very presence informs you that you have been self-deceived into believing that the object of your contemplation was real. But if you remain faithful to your vision, this sustained mental attitude will give reality to your visions and they will come become visible concrete facts in your world. Now, for me... I'm a very imaginative person. I live a lot in my head. Um, If you know any Aquarius, (laughs) they'll tell you that same thing. We live a lot in our mind. We have the ability to create literally alternate realities in our minds. Um, The only difference in what he's saying and what I am able to do is that I come out of that daydreaming state, if you will, and believe that it is nothing more than a daydream. So because I am able to do this, now I know I can actually ground it and turn that previous state that I I term as like, um, I call it actually Fantasy Island. And instead of that, I'll make sure that I assume that as my reality or my real state, if that makes any sense. Define your highest ideal and concentrate your attention upon this ideal until you identify yourself with it. Assume the feeling of being it, the feeling that will be yours where you now embodying it in your world. This assumption, though now denied by your senses, if persisted in, will become a fact in your world. You will know when you have succeeded in, excuse me, in fixing the desired state in consciousness simply by looking mentally at the people you know. This is a wonderful check on yourself as your mental conversations are more revealing than your physical conversations are. If in your mental conversations with others, you talk with them as you formerly did, then you have not changed your concept of self. For all changes of concepts of self result in a changed relationship to the world. Remember what was said earlier. What you see when you look at something depends not so much on what it is, what is there, as on the assumption you make when you look. Therefore, the assumption of the wish fulfilled should make you see the world mentally as you would physically 
were your, your assumption a physical fact. The spiritual man speaks to the natural man through the language of desire. The key to progress in life and to the fulfillment of dreams lies in the ready obedience to the voice. Unhesitating obedience to its voice is an immediate assumption of the wish fulfilled. To desire a state is to have it. As Pascal said, you would not have sought me had you not already found me. Man, by assuming the feeling of the wish fulfilled and then living and acting on this conviction, changes his future in harmony with his assumption. To change his future is the inalienable right of freedom-loving individuals. There will be no progress in the world were it not for the divine discontent in man which urges him on to higher and higher levels of consciousness. I have chosen this subject so close to the hearts of us all, changing your future, in quotations, for my message next Sunday morning. I am to have the great joy of speaking for Dr. Bells while he is vacationing. The service will be held at 1030 at the Fox Wilshire Theater on Wilshire Wilshire Boulevard near La Cienega Boulevard. (laughs) Sorry. Since the right to change our future is our birthright as sons of God, let us accept its challenge and learn just how to do it. Again, today, speaking of changing your future, I wish to stress the importance of a real transformation of self, not merely a slight alteration of circumstances, which in a matter of moments will permit us to slip back into the old dissatisfied man. In your meditation, allow others to see you as they would see you were this new concept of self a concrete fact. You always seem to others the embodiment of the ideal you inspire. Therefore, in meditation, when you contemplate others, you must be seen by them mentally as you would be seen by them physically were your conception of yourself an objective fact. That is, in meditation, you imagine that they see you expressing this nobler man you desire to be. If you assume that you are what you want to be, your desire is fulfilled, and in fulfillment, all longing to be is neutralized. This also is an excellent check on yourself as to whether or not you have actually succeeded in changing self. You cannot continue desiring what what has been realized. Rather, you are in a mood to give thanks for a gift received. Your desire is not something you labor to fulfill. It is recognizing something you already possess. It is assuming the feeling of being that which you desire to be. Believing and being are one. The conceiver and conception are one. Therefore, that which you conceive yourself to be can never be so far off as even to be near, for nearness implies separation. If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Faith faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. If you assume that you are that finer, nobler one you wish to be, you will see others as they are related to your high assumption. All enlightened men, when, uh, sorry, all enlightened men wish for the good of others. If it is the good of another you seek, you must use the same controlled contemplation. In meditation, you must represent the others to yourself as already being or having the greatness you desire for him. 
as for yourself, you your desire for another must be an intense one. It is through desire that you rise above your present sphere and the road from longing to fulfillment is shortened as you experience in imagination all that you would experience in the flesh were you or your friend the embodiment of the desire you have for yourself or him. Experience has taught me that this is the perfect way to achieve my great goals for others as well as for myself. However, my own failures would convict me were I to imply that I've completely mastered the control of my attention. I can, however, with the ancient teachers say, this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press towards the mark for the prize. The end. So, I am going to continue to do some research on this law of assumption and um i don't know i'm i'm kind of i might do (laughs) maybe something to i don't know i don't know the wheels are turning in my mind so i'm definitely gonna do some more um podcasts on the law of assumption because i i do believe this might be a greater way to manifest than the law of attraction because what where the law of attraction says like attracts like and brings it back to you as a boomerang it does take time to fulfill however the law of assumption if you have um, the ability to have that kind of control of self to assume the feeling of the wish fulfilled you will be able to manifest right away. At least that is what I'm thinking. So I am going to do some more research on this law of assumption and um, actually put into practice a lot of things that he says and, and kind of give you my experience on the law of assumption. You have my experience on gratitude, on the law of attraction, especially if you're a part of my facebook group i have given you all of my testimonies on that so now let us see what we can see about this law of assumption thank you guys for listening today um i hope you guys have a great day don't forget to count your blessings i promise being grateful the daily practice of gratitude will change your life have a great day Thank you for listening to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Lawanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow us on our new YouTube page at The Gratitude Chick. Make sure to click in our description box for a good deal on starting your own dropshipping business with Shopify.